You are listening to Season 2, Episode 31, Cubs Pin the Padres. In this segment, Crowley continues an interview with Mick Gillespie, the play-by-play announcer for the Tennessee Smokies. Here's Part 2. Joining me now on the Fly the W podcast, we have your play-by-play announcer for your Tennessee Smokies. As we continue our Down on the Farm segment, we have now moved up to double A. Mick Gillespie, how are you, buddy? Yeah, what do you say, man? I'm doing good, and uh, glad to talk to you, Crawley. I'm, let's get some beers, man. You guys got a loaded outfield, and it's it's tricky probably to find playing time for all these guys. When you take a look at this, you're talking about PCA. You're talking about Owen Casey. You're talking about Jordan Nuogu, Cole Roeder. I mean, Zach Davies, I mean, it is, it is an unbelievable amount of talent that, you know, that has come up in the outfield. Let's, let's talk PCA, man. Obviously the Cubs number one prospect. We, we saw an amazingly ridiculous slide the other day. Javi-esque plays in the outfield. I, I mean, everybody that I talked to says, you know, every tool is ready. It's just the hit tool. That's just got to be cleaned up a little bit. Yeah. Look, I, I feel like the guy can do it all. He's a young guy. Maturity might be an issue for him. Um, you know, it's crazy that mom and dad are actors, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, he grew up out in, 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 in L.A., you know, and, and his parents are, are, you know, phenomenal actors. And uh, this guy can take over a game. He's really fun to watch, you know, and he's, he's a young guy. Um, the biggest problem that he's going to run into is just his motivation. You know, how motivated is he to do things the way that they need to be done to get to where he can get to? And how motivated is he going to be to keep it going? Because he's as talented to me as KB, as Javi, as Kyle Schwarber. I mean, like, I, and, and it's a different type of talent, um, but he's got some pop. He runs the bases with, you know, with abandon with, but I don't want to say reckless abandon because it's intelligence abandon, you know, like he, he just reads the ball. He's so fast. He's excellent defensively in the outfield. He's got some pop. Um, I'm a super fan, you know, I just hope the maturity is there because um, what I see, you know, the scout hat coming on and this guy's man, he's got it all, you know, so I'm 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 super excited for what his potential is and I'm curious to see you know how that is going to translate into playing every day but I mean I I can't imagine him not being the Cubs center fielder of the future. I just I just can't see it. I mean like I I I all the the stuff that this guy brings to the table and 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 his ability to lead off and the speed and everything else man, this guy's got so many tools. Well, what blows me away is that like, when you think about the history of the Chicago Cubs and I say, name me the best Cubs center fielder ever that, that, who do you think? Who do you say? See, that's the thing. They're near, you know, that's the thing. They're near was good, but I mean, like, you know, it's, you don't have a Juan Pierre. I mean, yeah. really? I mean, I'm just asking you. I mean, Dexter like, I, Fowler, I, you know, I mean, where are you going with this? I don't think Dexter didn't play long enough for me. I mean, like, I think Dexter was good for, you know, the year. How many years was he in Chicago? You know I mean? Like, okay. Like he, he got the world series. I mean, and I love Dexter, but you know, and Bobby I, was, you know, how many, he was there for a while. And Juan no, Pierre was only, was there. I think he was only there for like three years. 
he came over, he came over right around 84, 84, 85, 86, like three years. And, and, and again, like, you know, his prime years were a little bit before that. So that's where, that's my point, I guess, is that right. when you look at these center field, like the Cubs have a very weak history in that position. And that's where I know. PCA kind of gets me excited because I don't want converted second baseman or like people like put Chris Morrell in center. <laughs> and I'm like, no guys, like just looking at Cody Bellinger and what he's done. And just watching this guy glide. I was in the bleachers the other day, and I'm like, oh, my God. He is right there. Like, I watched the ball off the bat, and the next thing I know, Bellinger's right there. That's just – you yeah. can't teach that, Mick. No. You, can, you can't teach look, it. Either you do it or you I don't. Think, I think – you know, I and, and I got a lot of crap on social because, you know, I, I'm not about trying to pay some of these guys a ton of money when I don't really believe that they're total difference-making type of players – but the Cody Bellinger deal for the Cubs to me felt really good because this guy's got nothing but potential, you know, and he's an MVP. I mean, he, he's a guy who could be the difference. If the Cubs make the playoffs this year, he's that type of guy. Plus he's playing, you know, for his contract right now. I mean, we saw the best of Jock Peterson before trading him to the Braves and, and he helped them win the world series, you know, kind of, Different, but the same, you know, like a guy who's really out to prove something. Cody Bellinger is better than Jock Peterson. And I get it, man, like seeing him in center field and what he can do and all that stuff. But Pete Crow Armstrong isn't Bellinger. Pete Crow Armstrong's like your prototypical, like gold glove, cutting off the balls in the gap. I'm making the diving plays. I'm leading off. You know, I'm getting on base. I'm stealing bases type guy. I, I love Nico at the leadoff spot, but I could slide him down to number two and have, uh, you know, uh, PCA leading off. And I think it would be a damn good lineup, man. I mean, like moving <laughs> forward, I, 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 I'm just curious to see how hungry, you know, Pete Crow Armstrong is, um, you know, once he gets there because he's going to get there to be the best that he can possibly be uh, because, I mean, I, I really feel like, like you said, you look at the Cubs and their history. I mean, we've been fans a long time. There really hasn't been that like guy, nope. the old leadoff type dude. He's that guy. He could be. That's what I'm thinking. And then when you talk about the maturity, you know, I think people forget he's 21 and even younger than that is Owen Casey who's, you know, you look at that guy, lefty, 20 years old. He just played for Team Canada and, and had a good run. He's another guy that has a lot of people really excited. It, it's hard to believe that these kids are all so young. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't jump off the page like Pete Crow Armstrong, but you're talking about great arm, right fielder, power, uh, drives and runs. I see him developing at a little slower rate, but it's a different position too, you know, right. because he's he's expected to hit home runs and drive in men and all that stuff. And I definitely could see that happening. I mean, he's got the frame. He hasn't even grown into it yet. You know, like he's a guy, he's like still a kid, um, but he's got a really good eye. Um He's another player that I, I would circle. You know, I, I don't put him on the same level as PCA yet. But at the same time, you know, like I could definitely see him being someone who is um, 
just a cornerstone for the Cubs in the future. Okay, I'm saving the best for last because I look at your starting rotation. Oh, Lordy. I mean, that, that that is a deep rotation. When you take a look at Jordan Wicks and Porter Hodge and Ben Brown and Daniel Palencia and Ryan Jensen, those are some those are some dudes right there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, let's start with Ben Brown. He was traded by the Phillies to the Cubs at the deadline last year for um, you know Robertson, and and uh, he's been so good, man. He's second in the league in earn run average. He's big and lanky, and uh, throws strikes and attacks hitters. Um, he's probably the first guy I would imagine from this team to get promoted. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of excitement around him. Uh, Jordan Wicks is still young, and I think he still has a lot of developing to do. But he's a left-hander who um, disguises the ball really well. Like, it's hard for batters to pick up what he's bringing to the plate. And he's another guy that's going to be in the big leagues no doubt about it to me. Like, and, and it's probably going to be sooner than later. I mean, I feel like he's kind of like right there. You know, for him, it's just like being consistent in the strike zone. But, you know, the, the left-handed delivery and what he brings to the table and the fact that he's a prospect, talk to him today. He's a really good guy on top of it all. So, you know, he's another guy. Uh, I feel like Palencia's got some work to do in this league, but – you know, there's no doubt about it. You can't put aside the success that he's had. And, um, you know, and Ryan Jensen is someone that I feel like could really be an asset out of the Cubs bullpen. Um, I'm not ready to give up on him as a starter. Uh, the biggest thing is he's just, he's got, first off, he he's a really good athlete. Like he's just built like a guy I don't think is going to get hurt a lot. He's just got a thick build. You know, he's not very tall, but he's got big hands and big arms, and he's just – he can throw, you know, like he's a thrower. And and it, all it is for him is just – and he's got a ton of movement. It's just like, look, if you can just repeat your delivery, just repeat it, you know. Just right. keep on repeating your delivery. This guy's This guy could really be – an asset for the Cubs. And, and if he, and if he got really good at it, he could be a starter and maybe not, he'd be a reliever, but I I just, I like him a lot too. You know, I, I just do. I mean, I really like him. And and like I said, Porter Hodge, you know, hopefully he can have some success. And then I, and we didn't even mention DJ. Yeah. (laughs) DJ Hurst, who's on the seven day IL. Are there any relievers that you've kind of said, um, you're looking at that stuff and kind of, kind of draws your attention there, Mick. Well, look, Kane Eckert, who's dealt with some injuries, but I mean, he he's got big league stuff, you know. And and uh, I'm I'm honestly I'm kind of surprised that he's back here, because it was a couple years ago that that he was so good. But um, you know, he's a guy that I would circle and say, hey, you know, get healthy and and get back. And I feel like the Cubs have done a, a really good job of developing the the relief pitcher. And um, I, I think that that's going to be a strength for the big league club. Uh, and it already is. I mean, I think it's going to continue to be. 
Yeah, those, those arms are coming. Now, Mick, for people that have not been to Smoky Stadium, tell tell the listeners why they should come visit visit uh you know go come down to Tennessee to Kodak Tennessee and, and visit the Tennessee Smokies. Since two thousand seven, the uh, Smokies have been the Cubs Double A affiliate, and uh, and I, I think that anyone that's watching would really enjoy. And and look, honestly, man, we've had a lot of people that have come down and spent their, you know, their vacation, hey, checking out some games. But it's a really laid-back atmosphere. Uh, it's a great place to watch baseball. The uh, the prices are are excellent. And and one of the biggest things that the team tries to do is just make it a friendly. Uh, environment man like it, it we're trying to be the our moniker is america's friendliest ballpark and we take that seriously you know like if you come down crawley we're going to take care of you you know if if you whoever you bring with you we're going to be nice to you man like we're we're just laid back there's there's definitely you know kind of that 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 you know southern hospitality that they try to have there you know, we just have a good time. I mean, it's it's a really I've, – I've been down here a long time, and it's just a really fun atmosphere where we just try to be very inclusive and we try to try to be funny and, and throw out that hospitality. And um, I think if you came down, you'd really enjoy it. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to work on that, Mick, because I, I, it is my goal to get down to see the Smokies. It's my goal to hang out with you and your stomping grounds. Love and, it. and it is my goal to see this team that really, like I said, just, just for any, any of the prospect hounds out there, it's it, like I said, 11 of the top 30 prospects, it's almost half the top prospects are sitting there in Tennessee. So if you're going to, I'm just encouraging any Cub fans, if you got an opportunity to get out this year or you're planning a family vacation still, Really, really give it a, a thought here because trust me, Tennessee's calling my name. I could tell you that much. So I appreciate your time today, Mick, and I'm glad to hear you calling the games and 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 keep keep doing what you're doing, man, because we love it up here. Hey, I, that's that's all I'm trying to do. Um, and you guys keep up the good work too, and 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 everybody at the score, man. Great to see you. Um, and let's, you know, let's hope that the Smokies, maybe this is their year to win the championship. But I, honestly, if the Cubs could compete and uh, and a lot of these guys turn into big time talent at the major league level, that would be even better. Sounds good, Mick. You take care and thanks again. Hey, anytime.